ஹலோ அண்ட் வெல்கம் டு சங்கம் லிட் திஸ் இஸ் நந்தினி கார்கி அண்ட் இன் திஸ் எபிசோட் வி பர்சீவ் த கரேஜ் அண்ட் டிட்டர்மினேஷன் ஆஃப் அ கிங் ஆஸ் டெபிக்டட் இன் சங்கம் லிட்ரரி ஒர்க் புறநானூறு செவன்டீன் பெண்ட் ஃபார் த சேரா கிங் யானை கட்சே மாந்திரன் சேரல் இரும்பொறை பாய் த போயட் குறுங்கோழியூர் கீழார் த வேர்ஸ் இஸ் செட் இன் த கேட்டகரி ஆஃப் வாகை திணை or celebration of a king's victory and talks about the past and present of this charismatic king then kumari vada perungal guna kuda kadala ellai kondru malai kaadu naadu ondru pattu vali moliya kodidu kadindu kol tirutti paduvadu undu pagal aatri inidu urunda sudar neemi muludu aandor vali kaavala குலை இறஞ்சிய கோள் தாளை அகல்வயல் மலைவேளி நிலவு மணல் வியன் காணல் தென் களிமிசை தீப்பூவின் தன் தொண்டியோர் அடுபொருண மாப்பயம்பின் பொறை போற்றாது நீடு குழி அகப்பட்ட பீடு உடைய எருள் முன்பின் கோடு முற்றிய கொல் களிறு நிலை களங்க குழி கொன்று கிளை புகழ தலை கூடியாங்கு நீபட்ட அரு முன்பின் பெருந்தளர்ச்சி பலர் உவப்ப பிரிது சென்று மலர் தாயத்து பலர் நாப்பன்மி கோரலின் உண்டாகிய உயர் மண்ணும் சென்றுபட்ட விழுக்கலனும் பெறல் கூடும் இவன் நெஞ்சு உரப்பெறின் எனவும் ஏந்துகொடி இறை பொரிசை வீங்குச்சிறை வியல் அறுப்பம் இழந்து வைகுதும் இனி நாம் இவன் உடன்று நோக்கினன் பெரிது எனவும் வேற்று அரசு பணி தொடங்கனின் ஆற்றலோடு புகழ் ஏத்தி காண்கு வந்திசென் பெரும ஈண்டிய மழை என மருளும் பல் தோல் மலை என தேன் இறை கொள்ளும் இரும்பல் யானை உடலுணர் உட்க வீங்கி கடல் என வான் நீர்க்கு ஊக்கும் தானை ஆனாது கடு ஒடுங்கு ஏற்ற அறவுதலை பணிப்பையிடி என முழங்கும் முரசின் வரையா ஈகை குடவர் கோவே without a doubt the longest song we have seen in sangamlet thus far there's a repeated imagery of an elephant in this song and in the king's name too for the monica yanegache means the king with the look of an elephant this chera king suffered a setback in the hands of the pandya king nedunjalian and the events around that incident is presented as an exquisite simile in this verse the poet's words can be translated as follows within the limits of the kumari lands in the south the great mountains in the north seas on the east and west as all the mounds hills forests and lands therein come together to celebrate slaying all evil perfecting the scepter accepting the fair amount of taxes taking the midstance of impartiality rolling on the radiant wheel sweetly they rule the land entire and you are the protecting progeny of those great kings with coconut trees having low hanging leaves wide fields mountains as fences wide shores with moon like sand fire like flowers upon its cool backwaters stands the cold tondi and you are the fierce ruler of this town not seeing the pit dug for an animal a proud and powerful killer male elephant with long and mature tusks gets trapped 
in a deep hole. It then ruins that pit, rises up and joins its herd. Akin to that, with your rare strength, you overcame that great setback, thereby filling others with delight and making your wide circle of kin sing praises of your victory. Some think we may recover the great lands lost and precious possessions taken away if we win the favour of his heart. And others think we will lose greatly our fluttering flags, soaring walls, huge forts and white palaces if he were to look at us with fury. Seeing this submission of your enemy kings, I came to sing of your abilities and fame, O Lord. As if they are clouds, stand together many shields. As if they are hills, making bees buzz around, stand many dark elephants. As if they are an ocean, making the sky dip to gather water, stand the huge army waiting to destroy enemies. As if it is thunder, making heads of snakes with hidden poison fangs, tremble in fear, resounds the drums in your battlefields, O king of the western people, with unceasing generosity. Time to get to know this Chera king better by delving deeper into these words about him. The poet starts by marking the boundary of an ancient nation, mentioning the Kumari lands in the south and the Himalayas in the north, as well as the two seas on the east and west of the peninsula. A boundary map that is very close to the current borders of the modern Indian nation. Instead of mentioning the Indian Ocean that borders the subcontinent on the south, this Sangam poem talks of Kumari lands and its verses like this that has given rise to speculation about a huge landmass to the south of the Tamil land. Hopefully, advanced geological studies will clarify with conviction whether this was a myth or reality. Heading back to the verse, these boundaries are mentioned to talk about how all the kings ruling all types of lands herein, be it mounds or hills, or forests or plains, they all celebrated the ancestors of this Chera king. They seem to have been paragons of virtue when it came to rendering the right rule for their subjects, for they were skilled in protecting the land from evil forces, providing a just rule always being fair and praised in all the lands that their chariot wheels rode on. After that celebration of the ancestors, the poet turns to sing the praises of the king's capital called as Tondi, where there were tall coconut trees and lush fields with fire-like flowers above the backwaters. Sounds like a verbal poster for God's own country. Indeed, in Sangam times, the Chera kings ruled over the western portion of the Indian peninsula, the region referred to as Kerala today. From the king's lands, the poet turns to talk about a momentous event in this king's life. Instead of saying directly such and such thing happened, the poet chooses a striking simile. He talks about how a proud elephant falls in the trap laid for it. But that's not the end of the elephant, for with its immense strength, it climbs up that deep pit and once again joins its herd. Akin to that, the king too once was captured in the battle with the Pandya king and imprisoned. But with the strength, he escaped that prison and once again went on to rule famously, the poet implies. 
following this glimpse of the king's past the poet acutely presents what goes on in the mind of this king's enemies for some seem to think that their lost lands could be won back if they win his favor while others shiver in fear worrying that they will lose their all if they were to attract the ire of this king as he saw all this the poet decided to come celebrate his name and fame the poet declares to this king Finally the poet sketches a detailed image of the king's army in the battlefield with the elegant use of similes for the shields that stand in formation it's the clouds called in parallel for battle elephants it's bee buzzing hills for the multitude of soldiers it's an ocean that's mentioned in parallel so much so that the sky wants to dip down to gather water for the sound of war drums it is thunder something that makes the head of serpents tremble as the last word the poet celebrates the king's great benevolence and calls him the unparalleled king of the people living in the western regions beyond the grandness of this king's possessions and his prowess rises one unforgettable image that of a trapped elephant struggling and eventually soaring above its difficulty there's a strong implication that no matter whether prosperous or powerful anyone can take a fall to me the song seems to say that there's nothing to be ashamed of that fall for what matters is how that person emerges out of the pit of their problems and finds their footing back in the world thanks for listening to this episode of sangam lit and journeying with me to ancient lands and mines please visit nandinikarki.com to share your thoughts and do spread the word about sangam lit until next time nandri vanakkam